uh, you cannot, I, I, I was someone that I can do this by myself, you know, I was always like, I can do this, yeah. I can do this by myself, but uh, I learned to choose what things I can do and what things are better if I do with someone else. Uh, mm -hmm. This is some, something I, I, I learned <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. in this, with these travels and uh, working with a team, managing a, uh, teams. So mm -hmm. I think this is really important also in life to, to share mm -hmm. your experience and your dreams also because you, you never you just never know if you're talking to someone who is dreaming the same thing, you know? Exactly. But things also happen. Things happen. Yes, share, yes. share your dreams, start to moving, and you know, not not be afraid of this new world because now things are happening really fast, you know. Mm -hmm. And you actually don't know the twist that you are going to have in your life. But yeah. be always prepared to to say, okay, yes, I'm going for this dream. I'm mm -hmm. moving. Even if you don't know where you're going, just move, move, be careful, like seeing mm. everything and move and yeah. find people to trust and share your dreams. Yeah, I think that's important. Hey, 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 this is Edward and you're listening to the Dreamcatcher Quest podcast. This show is about conversations with people who have magically and smartly achieved their dreams their bucket lists and life goals. Anyway, I hope you'd enjoy this episode and happy dream catching. And we're back at Dreamcatcher and this is your wingman Edward. And today is another reunion with a with a long distance friendship. <laughs> this is literally one uh, another vagabond another person i've traveled with i met her in brazil i met her in florianopolis and by some sort of uh surprise or luck i was able to invite her to get to the philippines as well and travel all around the philippines so we had a lot of uh, a mix of ideas and i think um just to start the podcast one magical moment that we experienced all together with Liz and other friends was we were crossing the Dumaguete Strait in the Philippines and suddenly a pod of dolphins came out from the water. You remember that? Liz? Yes, I remember <laughs> that. I, no, yes, I remember. <laughs> but anyway, every time I, I, I hear her name, Liz, I remember that, those dolphins. But Liz is a, is a huge you know, person with a lot of dreams. So I will allow her to introduce herself, what she does at the moment, and then let's get on with the storytelling. So here you go, please. Hello, thank you, Ed, for inviting me to to these moments because it's really important for me also to, to recap all these things, like your dreams and everything. So thank you for this opportunity. Um, well, my name is Liz and uh, I'm from Peru, uh, but I lived here in Argentina for like more than 15 years, maybe more. Mm -hmm. So I'm like half Argentinian and half Peruvian. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I 
I remember that moment with the dolphins because it was really symbolic, you know, we were all the the way or mm-hmm. uh, that part of the, of, the, of the travel, like everyone was like, I want to see dolphins. I want to see dolphins. And we were like, I don't know how many hours, like where are the dolphins? And I, I remember to being like sitting in the boat and looking like to the really far, far away. And I was like, is that a dolphin? No, it's not a dolphin. <laughs> no, it's a dolphin. <laughs> And and everyone was like, no, we are not going to see it. We are not going to see it. It's okay. We are going to be fine. It's, it's okay, you know. And sometimes things uh, don't happen. And I was like, I want to see the dolphins, please, please, please. I want to see the dolphins. And I was like sitting there and like, yes, it was like sunset also. Yes, and yes. suddenly I was like, dolphins. I remember that <laughs> moment. I was like, dolphins. <laughs> And the people, if I was like, no, you're seeing things, you know, when you're seeing the, into the sea, you see things. I was like, dolphins. I was like, dolphins. Yes, yes. Otherwise, I was trying to, to, to point them. And and suddenly, they were, like, close to us. It was Very next close. to the like, boat. It was like, dolphins, like, yeah. dolphins. And we were really, I was really happy. I was really, really happy. Yeah, this was a big moment. <laughs> Nobody believes me, with, with this dolphin jumping, I, I was I was thinking, uh, we were all we we all looked like children during that time, you know. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. I didn't expect it to. Because I know for a fact that this this part of dolphin dolphins they they are on the other side of the strait. I I, I don't know if I'm making the look saying the locations correctly even. They they don't really go out when you pass by Apo. I mean, going to the the Apo Island. So I didn't expect it. And when they all came, I I too was really. It it was a very beautiful moment. <laughs> I yes. loved it. Yes, it it was fun because everyone says no. You're it, it's you, you won't, maybe you don't see them and it's going to be fine. Mm. You know the locals even you don't see yeah. them very often, but. Yeah, sometimes, and I was like, I want to see them. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so, so, so nice. It was a really nice moment. Yes, yes. I remember that. <laughs> I really, yeah. I really do. Yeah. One question, Liz. Uh, could you tell us about your childhood? Where did you? How did you grow up? And who are the people around you? Um, well, I spent the first fifteen years of my life mm. in Peru. In Lima, um, I actually used to move with my with my mom. I always was uh, next to my mom. My mom, I, I'm like the last the last uh, child, mm-hmm. uh, and she had like almost forty, thirty eight. So she, I was like that little girl that someone was taking everywhere so mm-hmm. uh, if she had to work in a place and we had to move then we moved mm-hmm. you know uh, all my other sister and brothers uh, they were already old they they were were like old people not not all not at all but uh, my mom had uh, her first uh, son was the first child uh, at 16 so they were like older than me <clears throat> and I really actually I move a lot of times 
and I live mm -hmm. in different parts of, of Lima. Uh, mm. And yeah, my mom always had to, to work. She she had a really uh, tough story, like she something that that it's also a reminder. She had uh, her first shoes at the age of 12, for example. Mm. Uh, yes, and it, it's like, oh, I, I, that, that information of, of my, my, mm -hmm. my mother is like, uh, really touched me, but yeah, uh, we were like always living in, in poor, uh, places mm -hmm. of Lima mm -hmm. and, and yeah, I spent a lot of time, uh, knowing always new people, <laughs> like when, when you move, mm -hmm. you always new, new people yeah. uh, at school, at the place where you live. So, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I, that was my life. My 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 father, I I never lived with him, but he is mm -hmm. he was a really important part of my life. He always I always mm -hmm. uh, see him. I mean, mm -hmm. they both have <laughs> their their history, but mm -hmm. I always my mom and my 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 father they were always like. Uh, with that responsibility of, okay, you have to go to see your father or mm -hmm. uh, always listen to your mother, you know, that, mm -hmm. th that, uh, mother and father figure, they were, were always uh, taking care of that. I was a really quiet kid. Actually, I didn't talk much in, mm -hmm. in like, when I was a child, actually, I didn't talk, uh, nothing. Mm -hmm. Only my mom, uh, knew my, the sound of my voice. And I always <laughs> replay with yes or no. And mm -hmm. I was like that until I traveled to Argentina, where I had to learn to talk. Mm -hmm. I didn't knew. And now I, I can tell you, and the smiling, but uh, I didn't knew my voice. So I, I, I had to practice how to talk uh, alone, like practice and going, uh, how, how do I say hi and do a conversation because I was really quiet. I don't know why, maybe because I had to move uh, all the time, but, mm. but yeah, I, I always had that mother and father figure. Uh, my father was really, I always say, it says that he was like a philosopher or something like that, because always uh, his words were really uh, precise. Like he always mm -hmm. told you what you needed to hear. He always did right. that and with everyone. And for me, it mm -hmm. was also like that. So that's the father figure I have. Like mm -hmm. always listen to someone that for me uh, was really wise, a really wise man. Mm -hmm. And my mother is, is uh, my mother figure. It's like that strong woman that mm -hmm. can work everywhere and, and someone that don't eat so your kids can eat something like yeah. that yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah those are my figures yeah and yeah, inspirations yeah. So, actually yes yes so you grew up in this you know uh in this environment where uh the women are you know hard workers and then the men are the sage or or oracles or i don't know how what's the best way to say it but they have some wisdom now i'd like to ask how did it how did how did it uh make you grow as a person what were the things that you picked up from from them from my mom 
that mm -hmm. a strong figure of a woman mm. that when hears something that she doesn't like, she shows it in some way, mm. even if a subtle or little way, even mm -hmm. if it's not the final uh, mm -hmm. reaction, mm -hmm. she shows it because mm -hmm. for me, for example, I could mm -hmm. read her. So if she makes uh, some, I don't know, some move, maybe some eye move, I, mm -hmm. I really knew what she was, what she needed or what she, it's like a really subtle communication. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that that was uh, really that that's actually something I, I really like about her, like that communication mm -hmm. with not only mm -hmm. words, mm -hmm. but also with expression and some strength. Also, she she was um, she worked in a I don't know how to say it. Um, a, it's not a. a, a It's like a reformatory for kids, uh -huh. for yes, girls. Yes, yes. Yeah. So she always had to 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 have that that uh, posture of strong woman, you know, because um, you had to to mm -hmm. to have that authority there. Uh, yes. It was for kids from zero to eighteen. It was a big big mm -hmm. place. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you have houses for for just born yeah. for uh, from mm -hmm. that age to that age. It mm -hmm. was a really big place, uh, and I actually also lived there. Um, mm. And she always had this figure of a strong woman, you know, but mm -hmm. in a way of, of personality, uh, in, mm -hmm. in a way of decisions. You know, when you say something, it's like, okay, I'm, you, you try to explain so the other person mm. can understand why you are reacting in that way. Uh, yeah, that yeah. figure of st a strong woman. And from my mm. father, he it's it's it was really an uh, a weird relationship but a good one because mm -hmm. not only uh, he and me uh, knew about this uh, everyone knew about this special relation that my father mm -hmm. and i had it was n not like a, a a father and a daughter it was like mm -hmm. two persons one hearing another one and understanding mm -hmm. He always mm. used to talk to me and mm -hmm. I was always like, listen to him. And mm. even once he, he thinks that to me, that I, I listen and he knew I was listening to him. Mm. Oh, they are, uh, his other uh, sons and daughters, mm -hmm. they don't, they didn't listen to him too much. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know why, <laughs> but I was like, like always uh, like, really listen uh, what mm -hmm. what he was saying and he he teach me with that he was like thank you i was a kid you know you mm -hmm. to say thank you to a kid to because mm -hmm. uh, the kid is listening uh, mm -hmm. yeah that that's it's like some wisdom in words that that power of words that touch mm -hmm. you in that in a precise moment and he has that beautiful yeah. this Two influences in mind. What dreams started to grow inside of you that you started to see yourself uh, going to that direction? Yeah, actually, it it 
it has a lot to do because my father always, because of what, what I just said, mm. he always uh, said, I don't know why, that I, I was going to be a, an artist. Mm. He, he always joked to my mom, look, look at artists. He was always <laughs> telling that. And I was like, I like that. Yes, I want. Yeah, I'm, and I, I. It, it took me a lot of a lot a lot of time to understand what mm -hmm. that actually means to be an artist because it's what it's related is with life, you know. Uh, and the other part, the more that my mom part, let's say, uh, something strong like she always tell me like study. She. Mm -hmm took me to English class or something like that, music, everything. Mm -hmm. She wanted me to do everything. And because of that, she, she could, um, she realized I liked maths. Uh -huh. uh, and she, and, and my, uh, my teachers from, from school, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of time talked to her and, and they said like, you, you, mm -hmm. your kid is good in maths. Uh, let's uh, do more with her in that. Um, and my, my mom was always, yes, 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 let's do more, let's do more. And I, and I interact a lot with my math uh, teachers and, and in math mm -hmm. uh, classes. So she always uh, gave me that, that strength to do, do things, you know, yeah. that action. She was a really action woman. So it's, if you mm -hmm. want to do something, just let's do this. Do you like this? Okay, let's do this. And she was mm -hmm. always like that. My, my father was more the artist. <laughs> but yeah. a, a really uh, good art, art of part because I, 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 he was for me an artist, you know, of life. He, mm -hmm. he, the way of he, he was everything, everything mm -hmm. he did. So that's also an inspiration in that part. And art and science mm -hmm. uh, are really a strong words. Uh, in my life in general and and i'd like to ask so you now had a vision of yourself you know becoming an artist what was the first step you did and what kind of what form of art did you go into did you follow at the beginning mm -hmm. um I always always was attracted to uh, music mm -hmm. uh, because uh, because of my father he always mm -hmm. was listening music listening music you know salsa boleros uh, mm -hmm. all that kind of music and he always or uh, when he was with that music he was always like moving like dancing. He, mm. he have, he, he, I don't know, he, he could have like some spoons and he will do music. He was always with mm. that kind of music. And because of that, <laughs> see, uh, when I listen that kind of music, my body is just like, I have that, that joy of the music, yeah. you know, that kind of music. And that joy is, is, I really love that. So mm -hmm. I, I, I thought that, yeah, maybe it's, it's, it's that way, you know, dancing and moving or music. But when I actually the, the the form of art that I'm that I choose, let's say, 
uh, now it it was like uh, I didn't know about this. It's mm-hmm. it was like what is this? And mm-hmm. it in some way uh, this in some way has all of that and also more. You know that that art and science part that uh, mm-hmm. to what my body and brain react. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a uh, Indian classical dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's really weird here, but it was mm-hmm. like a, like a um, a coincidence mm-hmm. uh, because uh, someone that some of the first person that learned that uh, form of art here in Argentina were working mm-hmm. in was working in the same uh, building that I was working and she mm-hmm. gave some seminars and it was on the news of the of mm-hmm. the of that place and I was like oh what's what is this and I I was like okay I'm going to to see this because I, I always liked it, like weird things in the in, in the things so, of in the sense of mm. uh, visuality, you know, the visual yes. things, the colors, and it was like, what is this? And I went there, and I I didn't stop <laughs> since that since that day. I didn't stop. Um, it it I I found in this a uh, form of art like that combination between art and science mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it it has a really complex uh, theory mm-hmm. and that theory uh, is also related with the move and it's like a science itself it's like a science yeah. of art itself so it, mm-hmm. it has that mix that yeah, yeah. i it, it still smooth me so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. first time the first time i saw you dancing this was yes of course in in florianopolis uh you performed this uh, I think I still have my the video of your, your dance there. I took oh, that I, w- a, I wonder. With an iPhone 4 that I received as a Christmas gift okay. <laughs> in Rome. Because <laughs> I broke my phone in oh. a car accident in Florence. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I still have that video. I, I just okay. have to find it. But th- th- there was one thing that I had in my mind. There was a big question mark in my head. Because I, I know that you're from Peru. But you are dancing this Indian dance. So I was like, I didn't, I didn't know when to ask it. But I was really wondering, you know, it's it's two different cultures colliding. You know, I mean, different one. And what is with this dance that really? Uh, I mean, you already said about art and science um, combined now. But what is it in its heart? Of this dance that really makes you very happy with it that you want to do it again and again and again and again yeah that that question i also asked that myself because yeah. it was it was like weird you know uh, like i really like to go to the classes and to think and to to translate that mm-hmm. uh, like a uh, language Mm-hmm. Uh, to the body, it was like uh, another way of thinking. Also, 
uh, mm -hmm. because the way of teaching uh, it's the same way the same way that it was um, it was in in the almost in the beginning that it it this uh, form of art has yeah. like uh, registered like more than uh, three hundred years old, yes. and because of the yeah. culture, like more, you know, mm -hmm. um, because of of the Indian history, you know, uh, there was mm -hmm. a time that they started to uh, to the the the, lit, the literal no no mm -hmm. they started to yeah. write it down everything. They yeah, know, yeah, you know, the, the, the text, mm -hmm. the old text from India, mm -hmm. uh, they started to do that. Uh, and it has that age, you know, and now uh, mm -hmm. the way of learning that is in the same way that, mm -hmm. that it was before. Mm -hmm. The difference is that you only have those texts, you have only the, the history, but you have some, a lot of things actually to, mm -hmm. to learn from. And it was like going to that time and learn something that it's uh, it's weird to this time, but mm -hmm. it was it, it, in some way it has like sense, and mm -hmm. I could use that in this time. It it, it yeah. was like traveling every class every time I have these classes even now. It's like moving mm -hmm. to that time, learning something. It's it's like traveling to another place it's like another planet because mm -hmm. for me because i'm here maybe not for the indian people mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. uh, for me it's like going to another planet learn in mm -hmm. with another language with another moves mm -hmm. with another things that uh, mm -hmm. are not related to 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 my to me mm -hmm. and then come back and have that training you know in your mind and live your your your, your yeah. day with that and that effect of my daily life, it was like really huge, you know, it's like uh, some kind of even uh, some kind of um, meditation. It, I don't know if meditation is the right way, mm -hmm. uh, word, but it's like, like there, like going out from this place, going to another, keep working mm -hmm. uh, and then move again. And just it's like another training for your body and for your mind. For me, yes. it's it's like that, uh, and it's uh, and and that that question actually, I, I I still do that now. Why I am doing mm. this? You know, even my my dreams are related to that, and mm. I'm I'm just following that part of me is, that is like I really like it, I really mm. love it, and mm. I can't see my life not, uh, without it. It's it's like I, I want to to, to still be related mm. to that. Great. What is the name of this in, in Indian? Name uh, of the dance? This is like there there are like eight uh, Indian uh -huh. classical dances. I mm -hmm. study specifically the ones that are in the south of India. Uh, mm -hmm. which are uh, Bharatanatyam and Kuchipudi. Mm -hmm. uh, well, only those two. I, yeah. I did the other ones, but they are... Mm -hmm. Every, every then, style is a, it's a word. Yeah, yeah. It's a really big word, you know. It's, 
Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah, things. Yeah. I'm going to ask you later on, I mean, okay. after the recording, to write it so that I can put it in the show notes so people can Google it. Okay. And maybe if you want, you have, I think I, I don't know if I have photos of you, but maybe I'll ask you some photos of you dancing. So sure. something like that. So I can <laughs> put it in the show notes. But it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. I mean, for our listeners, uh, I, it's actually hard to explain in audio form what this type of dance is because you have to see it. But yeah, my impression, the first time I see it, is that it hooks you, really. It's, it's as, as Liz says, it's like traveling to someplace else. Actually, it's like traveling, uh, you know, in time to, uh, to uh, sort of celebrate, cele- celebration. Because this kind of dance that Liz uh, dances, um, it has these beats and bells and things that you attach to the body that will really make a sound every time you make a tap or something like that. And it's very interesting. Uh, it's it, I don't know how long how long is a is a is a dance. Uh, it from, depends. It can be three minutes. Three minutes, mm-hmm. four minutes, six, uh-huh. ten, yeah, six, yeah. sixteen. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. All, all I could say is that the whole duration of it, this is the kinds of dances where you're just really focused. Yes. <laughs> I was really focused. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's a lot of things <laughs> going on. Are, yeah, yeah. The movements are the movements are really unique in a way. And yeah. I've never seen it. I only see it uh, with you. So yeah, I'm gonna work, I'm gonna put it in the show notes later on, so that uh, uh, a lot of you, our listeners, would be able to have an idea uh, about this beautiful dance. And uh, you mentioned in in the mini survey that I I have before inv- for the invitation that you made a presentation of this. Is it this dance on the other side of the world? Uh, yes. Is this? Ah. Yes. Could you tell us more about that? Um, yes, it was uh, actually it. It was it was a moment where I was thinking the question you asked me before, like why am I, am I doing this? Uh, why I I go and do present presentation of 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 this art, you know, and everything that happened in that uh, uh, that moment that that those years were mm-hmm. like me showing this art like opportunities just were in front of me i was mm-hmm. someone that was that was working in an, in an office you know mm-hmm. I, I i was still working in, in in an office and and it was like okay you could you uh, represent this uh, culture in this place yeah sure mm-hmm. it was like it, it's not mine but i i with it will be an an honor because I'm learning uh, such a little thing from that culture that I will. I, it's like a responsibility, you know. I will do my best and I will go. And the opportunities like were always happening. Uh, one of those was in in Florianopolis. They, mm-hmm. uh, they asked me to to dance there. Uh, mm-hmm. I danced twice, and it was yes. like. Uh, why is this happening? I was enjoying. I also was enjoying it. I was lear- learning a lot. I had to explain what is this mm. art. It's that is something that I can still, um, mm-hmm. still working on that because it depends of the listener. So 
uh, and when the opportunity to travel to to the Philippines and dance was like mm -hmm. wow yes I was like okay yes knew and I knew that I had to carry all the custom the jewelry yeah. my makeup and everything mm -hmm. all over the world you know because mm -hmm. I was with with a bag on and and it was like yes it's okay I I will do that and mm -hmm. in a, some way it was like a symbolic thing because I had to to wear that bag that heavy bag all over the world you know it, and just for maybe uh, just one dance mm -hmm. and and I feel really good and it was like yes I'm willing to do this for this art for this uh, form of art and I was mm -hmm. also like with a thanks, mm -hmm. um, grateful feeling, you know, uh, to the to the art actually, and to mm -hmm. the world to to you know to to allow me to show this thing that I am learning, because mm -hmm. uh, some sometimes you do things that no one knows, you know, and they, maybe you you are learning mm -hmm. some kind that's something of the artist also. Maybe yeah. you're learning something and you don't have the opportunity to 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 show it. And mm -hmm. I was just doing that. And it was like, thank you. It was it, it is really important for this decision of being an artist to have the opportunity to to show my art in, in yeah. places I I would never imagine, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to to see I mean to hear it directly from you because as you said uh, you, you were a quiet girl and I think you still are <laughs> in person <laughs> it depends on who you're in front with <laughs> uh, but I see the joy in your eyes when you talk about this you know adventures mm -hmm. that you that the art actually brought you to different places in the world but I know that our listeners would be wondering but how do you live you know, how, uh, do you have a work? Do you have these things uh, that can support you financially to go all over the world and, you know, do your thing? What is yeah. that thing that you're doing that sort of is the is the fuel to the fire? Yes. Well, in that travel, I also realized that this decision of being an artist, you know, mm -hmm. there is a, a history of of the art itself in every culture and more in this modern time mm -hmm. that it not always have some space of you don't always have the same opportunities you know being an artist mm -hmm. now it's a little difficult to start and to establish uh, and when i took that decision the the more rational uh, head of mine was was like okay let's plan if we are going to do this mm -hmm. uh, what are the you know the the things that maybe in a future will will mm -hmm. not allow to do this and one of those things uh, uh, was the the money you know the money for everything I wanted to do 
And I, I was already working. I was I had a, a really good job. I, I had future in that area. You know, I I am an I was and well I am an IT architect, but I'm not working mm-hmm. more in that. But um, I had a good job, a good position. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, okay, but working in this maybe it 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 doesn't join very well with what I wanted to do. I I, yeah. I should find another thing to do that it's mm-hmm. more, more related, maybe. Or actually combine more things that I like to do. You know, I, I, I like to do a lot mm-hmm. of things. And it was like that kind of, of work just was uh, fulfilling one part. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm spending too much time in that. I need to organize my life. And mm-hmm. in that moment, I was still working in that. Um, I something uh, appeared. Uh, it was like um, a friend talk about us uh, that you could play poker in a poker room and okay. win money. <laughs> Here in Argentina, it was a local site, uh-huh. uh, and we were we were like, oh, that's fun. You know, I'm a, a gamer. I'm I'm, I'm mm-hmm. I always was. I started to work at the age of. Mm-hmm. 12 in a, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how you say in other places, it's a cyber here where, mm-hmm. where you have a lot of computers and the kids yes, just yes. play. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I started to work in those places. So I was, I'm a gamer in my heart, really, <laughs> really <laughs> deep inside. I'm a, I'm a gamer. Yes. So uh, it was like, oh, that, that sounds fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. And we won like some uh, money and we were like mm-hmm. okay is this our money now and we just play something you know in a really gamer way yeah. you know with a lot of attention and everything and it was like okay let's do this again and it was like okay it was they were like little amount of money but mm-hmm. here in argentina uh, the situation is was not good, so it was enough, and it and we saw that this was a really weird option because we had money. Maybe it was lack. Someone says it was lack, but uh, without uh, doing a, a deposit of money, we we mm-hmm. started to, like to win some cents some one dollar two dollars something like that and we're starting to grow what it's called a bankroll man- management mm-hmm. uh, a bankroll sir uh, it and um, we started to do that and we could live with those uh, with that money you know mm-hmm. here in argentina monthly and it was like a weird option, you know, we, it yes. wasn't on my, on my plans. And this also allows me to work on my, on my, on my times, uh, to mm-hmm. play that it was like really gamer thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like an interesting part. It was like in those moments, I never, in general, I, I don't get angry, you know, and mm-hmm. playing this, I, it was weird that seeing me be angry in that level, but it no, mm-hmm. it, it was like 
discovering a feeling that I couldn't mm -hmm. uh, have in my real mm -hmm. life, you know. But the way I saw it, it was like interesting because, okay, you have to start learning how to control your feelings if you want mm -hmm. to do this in the right way. Because as a human, this has nothing to do with the game, you know. Uh, so it, it was like, uh, it was really interesting at the beginning. Now it, mm -hmm. it, it's still really interesting. But the mm -hmm. things I started to see here was like, okay, we can do this. We were like two people starting in the same time. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's record our progress from zero. Mm -hmm. And let's see what happens in like three months. Okay. And it was like, okay, three months. We now have money playing poker. Uh, mm -hmm. And we have a, a, a regular money, you know, with all the the, the implication of organizing and studying uh, of the of poker, of the situation, of the emotions, everything, mm -hmm. you know, a very nerd part of 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 us were like, okay, let's do this. If we are going to choose this, let's do do it in the right way, mm -hmm. you know, studying everything, all of that. And more months pass and. We were like, okay, this is an option actually. Let's let's help other people to do the same mm -hmm. because we knew we knew friends, you know that. Oh, mm -hmm. that when when you start talking to uh, that you play poker, it's like what what is that? And <laughs> you start to tell that yeah, I, I I I have money every month because of this, and it's mm -hmm. like okay, teach me, teach me how, and we we yeah. start to to share this with with friends and mm. actually we help some friends to 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 have this we have some someone that, that who are working mm. with us now and this a uh, feeling of help and move others to do the same that we were doing in that moment was yeah. also motivation to to keep keep doing this and move this into a business uh, mm. because one of the things that we saw is that teaching this in exchange of profit uh, was mm. an option you know you help it's a retribution of, yes, yes. of things and we're starting to do this in our way because we didn't knew any uh, anyone from the poker world or, or mm -hmm. about poker we it was our experience it was complete our, our experience um we create a school uh, mm -hmm. where we teach people from zero uh, poker mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. you don't have schools doing this because it's really difficult to spend a lot mm -hmm. of time and attention and you don't mm -hmm. you don't have much profit because people who mm -hmm. are starting just win a little so mm -hmm. you don't have much profit but we started to do this because we wanted to help and we wanted to know if this was actually an option you know and we mm -hmm. discovered that yes it was you can you can find ways to to make people win but mm -hmm. that involves because of our experience a lot of i call it a lot of things uh, in the same way 
when you have a profession and you become that mm -hmm. an, an art, you know, yes. you pay mm -hmm. a, a different attention. So you become mm -hmm. that an art. You are taking care of every, every details uh, mm -hmm. and all your skills are focused in that, you know, and it awakes a lot of things that you never had. Maybe you have mm -hmm. to learn another things. If you don't have discipline, you will have to learn mm -hmm. it. If you want to do this uh, right, you know, have mm -hmm. a purpose, um, a, an object in of why you're doing you're playing poker is really important because that will mm -hmm. move your 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 path in in this this game. And we enter in the poker world as a business person, as a coaches. Mm -hmm. And yeah, now we are working with with one of the oldest uh, stakings mm -hmm. in the world, mm -hmm. and we are managing. Actually, I am managing. I'm in the business part of this, uh, managing the the Latin America part, uh, mm -hmm. all the players from there, and just it's it's the same the same idea, you know, helping them to fulfill their their projects or their dreams, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. And it's it's really nice because they are, they also have more dreams that are related uh, uh -huh. to poker. They also like fulfill mm -hmm. dreams when they are playing poker. And that yeah. really, really moves me. You know, when I hear something that I could do, I did this because of poker, it's like a, mm. a really big joy. You know, it, that's yeah. some, something I understand because I started doing this a connection between mm -hmm. the thing that I wanted to do and then mm -hmm. things that I needed to, mm -hmm. to not to start, but to start to fulfill. Yes. To start to fulfill yeah. some dreams, you know, yes. um, dreams that, that came from when I was a child. Yeah. That is <laughs> nice. I'm happy yeah. because, um, part of, part of the concept of this dream catcher is really not to be not the daydream, uh, to be honest. I keep using the tagline of ex-daydreamers because most people, <laughs> I really like this line about dreams and bucket lists and, and life goals. There was this quote, I don't know who, who wrote this quote, but it says, if you want to make your dreams come true, wake up. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So basically that's it. I mean, uh, some dreams, they re uh, most of the dreams in our lives, they really need a nudge. And I think all of the dreams in our lives, they need a nudge in some way, direct way or indirect way. And I find it very curious and interesting how people, are, you know, they have a, as long as you're persistent with a certain dream, the way to get there is sometimes weird, sometimes new, sometimes you've never really understood how, you know, how you would be able to do it uh, or whichever way there is. But as long as it doesn't hurt anyone, it's a it's a it's an honorable way. Do it. Uh, my way was web development, and when I met you, I was like a, a digital and an esport poker, and it, you said yes, yes, yes. I I I live with that. That's my bread and butter. And I was like, well, that's new. I never heard about that. So yeah. I never yeah. had much time really to ask you about it. That's why I was like. I'm going to invite Liz to the podcast, so you can <laughs> oh, give me I... a history of what this is all about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because other people, you know, uh, 
when I started traveling as well, like you, you know, I knew that travelers are have a lot of there's a lot of things that they carry with them, you know, their history, um, their feelings. You're you're being human, and part of that as well is your medium of going around. Most of the time, it would be like about money. But actually, it's there's this thing that I read in another book called The Four Hour of Rick Week called The Muse. And you have to create your own muse. It could be a job, or it could be a business, or whatever. Whatever you fancy. But that the muse has this characteristic that you give time to it, it will work for you. You know? It's like an investment or something like that. And for me, my muse was web development. Uh, it allowed me... I What I needed was not like a lot of money, but I needed a lot of time. Because most of the things we do in life do not really need much money, but time. If you have a lot of money, but you don't have time, it's a problem. <laughs> you yeah. can't do Basically, yeah. time, time is of the essence. So if there is something that can give you much time, to do more things, take it. So that's what I see. And I'm surprised with, with your method. <laughs> Poker, eSports. Who would have yes. thought? I never really imagined it. I thought you were like a full-time artist. You know, you're earning from your art or whatever. Uh, but no, you're, an, you're, you're a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Well, actually, actually, what you just said about the art, I was also... Yes. Uh, having these these thoughts about uh, what uh, what where I want to go with art, am I? Do I wanna be a dancer, a professional dancer, mm -hmm. a performer, a teacher? A, mm -hmm. a, I don't know a com a conferencist. Uh, mm -hmm. And I was always thinking that you know testing some things. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to dance, I'm going to perform, I'm going to teach, maybe. I'm going to communicate. Uh, I was like always trying to find what uh, is my role, you know, in that art. Mm -hmm. Because I, I, I felt that I had a role. Um, and in my case, I also relate this with things that I, that I mm -hmm. like to do. Uh, I always like to, you know, receive receive people to the uh, the places where I am. You know, mm -hmm. like if 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 you come to my house, I want to cook food yes. and have them being comfortable. If mm -hmm. I, when I was, for example, performing and they were al another dancers, I was like, do you need anything? Do you need mm -hmm. water? Do you need this, this? You know that attention. Mm -hmm. uh, I was always like that. Because I have some, um, I, I don't know, it, maybe it's the tension I have of everything that I see, mm -hmm. like something is missing, you need to do this, this, this. Um, and that also was uh, some something that I, I was like trying to find out. And mm -hmm. one of the things I I want to to do for, for this kind of art, and, and it's really... It's really nice because that that mm. opportunity, that poker, that that weird mm. thing called poker appeared in my <laughs> life. When that happened, 
this other thing also like uh, took a form, you know, and mm -hmm. I could see uh, in a better way that 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 part of me that maybe mm -hmm. I couldn't see before that, you know, before before uh, that maybe I was like, oh, what I want to do? Or maybe I teach, maybe like you said, maybe teach, maybe do a uh, mm -hmm. dance. You know that was an option, and it was like, okay, that's a, that's an option. That's that mm. I I could do that, but knowing me, that you know I I like to do that a, a lot of things. I was like, yeah, I see that, but what is what of these other things that I like to do? So I Correct. really wanted to to mix them. Mm. I I didn't know how. I was always talking about the mix of art and science and technology. I. I was always talking about this because mm -hmm. in some way I needed to create this reality where everything mixed, you know, yeah. uh, and even when, 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 when I, I knew you, I was I always talking about that connection of art and science. I was I, like always talking about yeah. that because I really believe that and it's like in some way, uh, uh, a way of finding that in other people to say yes, yes, you know, finding that <laughs> yes, you're right, you're right, that yeah. that affirmation. Uh, mm. But I was always like, yes, I I I want to mix this. I I I know mm. people uh, uh, will tell me, and actually people tell me, you can do a lot of things. You you can't yeah. you can't you can't do. I mean, you have mm. to choose one. Maybe dance, maybe teach, maybe perform. And focused yeah. on that i was like yes that, that that's an option but i don't see myself doing that in my case you know uh, because i know artists that who choose that and yes. they do that in a great way i couldn't do that because my mind mm. actually wants a lot of things mm. and that took me to mix everything also now that that thing mm -hmm. appeared like that, that, that it's popular it's like a twist of things like okay i have yes. this now i see clear this other thing and yeah. in my case in the part of art uh, i want to the artist for example mm -hmm. um and the people who see the art have the opportunity mm -hmm. to meet them to meet each other you know people to know more about this kind of art not only from india but this ancient art that teach mm -hmm. you a lot it's like have mm -hmm. a, a grandmother a mm -hmm. or grandfather teaching you something, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and I would really like to build a place mm -hmm. so you can find that uh, grandmother or grandfather there. Uh, mm -hmm. And also to, yeah, it, it's like, it's that way <laughs> where, where I'm, I, I'm, I am moving from now, you know, mm -hmm. to, to, bring these places to, mm -hmm. to artists so more artists actually could fulfill their dreams because sometimes it's kind of an excuse that oh i'm really far away from that place i can do this i can do this i can i can't i can't and a lot of i can't uh, mm. this is like something that i think it has to be done mm. uh, at least from my part, you know, it's for, from me to this form of art mm -hmm. to build a place where these kind of mm -hmm. things can meet. Uh, okay. This is something I, I really have in mind. Uh, mm -hmm. 
to fulfill another dreams, another mm -hmm. <laughs> game. Yeah. So it has to do a lot. Uh, it's a lot. It's related with everything I did. Uh, mm -hmm. Art, poker, even science, yeah. because yeah. Uh, science, it's like something that you have recorded, something mm -hmm. that uh, where is experience is based, you know, Method. and you have. Yeah. Yeah, and you have all that recorded, and you have this. This yeah. is this works in this way, this way, in this way. That's science, and this is like something that I want to do. Like say, okay, this is art and science mix. Okay, this is exists. Let's move Amazing. forward also. Yeah, More yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. It 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 sounds to me as something. Something that Liz would do, really. Something prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I know, I know it's it's about to come because when you see it, it feels it feels as though you were you're saying dolphins, dolphins all the time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some things yes. that are impossible, and then the dolphins just start to pop out from the <laughs> from yes. the water. Yes, I think. I... Yeah, yeah. That's how it is. <laughs> yes, it's it's the same that that moment. Yes. Yeah, I'd like to ask as well. Of course, when you start to find your muse, this thing I'm calling muse, and then you get to do some parts. I mean, you know, the the artwork that you're doing. Um, I'd like also our listeners to to hear about places you've visited you've never thought of going to no because i know that part of you is is a tra is a traveler no could you tell us more about that which places have you gone in the world have you went to and why do you find them very interesting in a way yes well um i already told told you that when i was a child i used to move from one place to another you know, um, even moving here to Argentina, it was like that experience uh, teaches me a lot. You know, new people, new you telling about you because you have to introduce yourself. Yeah. So you in, in those moments, you always have to tell another person who doesn't know you who you are. You know, that exercise mm. is like you have to always define mm. yourself to you before you talk about yourself it's it's that's interesting yes yeah, that's it's uh, it that that situation it's 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 something i really i really like because it, it teaches me a lot of how i see myself and also where i am mm. in that moment um and i like to to move uh, in general you know Mm -hmm. uh, I know that I am going to have a house and I will have my things sit there, but I know also that I will move, maybe have more houses, I don't know. But mm -hmm. uh, I really like that because uh, I, I feel in, in me that I'm always moving. And knowing places, it's like, again, mixing things that I like with, uh, with things uh, that I can do also, you know, that move can be done in, in the same city, but I also can move to another place and see what happens. That happened, for example, with, with Brazil. I didn't mm. know about, I don't know, Portuguese is similar to Spanish, but 
it's it's not when you talk you know uh, yes it's it's difficult but i was like okay i'm going you know that decision mm -hmm. that okay i'm going and i buy the, the ticket and i i don't know what i'm going to do <laughs> but i'm going and then you yeah, have to yeah. plan everything yeah at least the basic you know where i am going to sleep mm -hmm. if not if i am prepared mm -hmm. to sleep uh, I don't know where, where I, mm -hmm. I don't know anywhere, uh, and that also happened with uh, Philippines, with the Philippines. I was like, mm -hmm. and I told you, I'm I'm going to the Philippines. I didn't have my ticket yet, you know. I'm going. I don't I don't know how, I but I'm remember. going. I'm going. <laughs> uh, it, it was it, it was fun because it was like, okay, how how do I get there? I was mm -hmm. I start. Uh, seeing the, the the trajectories and it was like okay if I am moving to that place I can pass mm -hmm. here 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 you know and visit a lot of places until I get there it, mm -hmm. it was not just I going there it was like mm -hmm. enjoying the yeah the travel yes and and when I did that when I uh, draw that line in a map let's say mm -hmm. I, I did literally that. I start to think the places I, I like to, I would like to know, you know, because mm -hmm. of a reason of, mm -hmm. I don't know, even a feeling, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the, those places specifically were first, and it was symbolic also, the place where uh, my mom uh, grew up and where mm -hmm. she was born. <clears throat> and it was, it is the, um, The deepest uh, canyon, I don't know how to say, it's like, um, it's like mountains and then uh -huh. you have a uh -huh. profound place. Yes, yes, yes. Like, um, I think a trench. Yes, yes. Maybe. It's up a, a or valley. Is it a valley? No, it's, you have uh, one uh, big place like this in the United States. Mm, um, canyon. Canyon, yes. Yes. It's yes, a yes, canyon. Yes. And it's the, yeah. the the deepest one ah, in the world. Where is it? It's in uh, Arequipa, it's called the place. Ah, Arequipa, yes, yes. yes, yes. And it was like I didn't know that, that it was the deepest deepest canyon in, in the world. And it was like, wow, and my mom was born there. And I, I have to start my travel there. And I went there. Mm -hmm. uh, it was really, really nice. Um, that was the first place I wanted to go because of, of a reason that this was a big reason, you know. Mm -hmm. After that, I, I started to think like, okay, where do I want? I didn't think about how we, <laughs> I will mm -hmm. get there or what, or, or a, a more, uh, a wide, more, I don't know, touristic mm -hmm. way, no. It was mm -hmm. like a really a uh, child mind. Like mm -hmm. I want this. I want this. Yes. Uh, I I started like that. After that, I I I I had my 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 <laughs> my, my other mind saying, okay, let's plan this and see what we can do. But at the beginning was like, okay, I want to go to Portugal. I want to go to Turkey. I want to go to I don't know the south of Spain. 
I don't know what's, mm -hmm. what, what, but it was the, I want yeah, to yeah. go to, I don't know, I don't know, uh, to, Canary to, Islands, you mentioned before. Yes, yeah. the Tenerife, uh, the Canaries mm -hmm. yeah. Island. Uh, and it was, okay, okay, I want to go to those places and I want to go to Italy. I was also thinking about Greece, uh, Greece but it was like uh, Italy, Italy. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I, I actually did those. I unite those dots in the map mm -hmm. and it was like really fun because I was like, okay, how do I get from here to here? Okay, <laughs> uh, train, bus, maybe mm -hmm. plane, what yeah. things. It's like just started to imagine that travel, you know, uh, what things uh, I am going to have in that moment, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I started to, to imagine all the travel. Um, and yeah, I, and after that, I started to plan. I started to buy the tickets, but only parts of them. Like I, I think I, one of the things that I was sure this was that I was going to go to the Philippines. So I, my first ticket was from that I bought, but was from mm -hmm. Turkey to mm -hmm. <clears throat> to the Philippines. I didn't know how I was going to get to to, to there, but <laughs> that was the first ticket, and I was like, okay, now you have to. To manage how how are you going to, <clears throat> to mm -hmm. take there? Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> and then it I was, picked you up in the airport. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. It was like, okay, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a whole adventure from there also. So yeah, yeah, it yeah. was really it was that. really nice. I get exhausted from that travel, all the travel, this. And the end was those dolphins. It was like, okay, yes, let's move on. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, those really nice moments in your life where th those precise moments where you have mm. some certain uh, thoughts in your mind that get together mm. and give you that strength. You actually you, yeah. you need to move and to move actually to move and take action and be responsible yeah. of your dreams actually because if not you it yeah. has no sense at this point. I have I have two questions with that trip in the Philippines that we did. Did you like jumping from the waterfall? Did you enjoy that? I, I Yes. <laughs> I would say in that moment, actually, I didn't know. When I was when I was in Philippines, I actually I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, OK, I trust it. <laughs> I trust it. Let's go. <laughs> and when that started, it was like, OK, I, I saw people like jumping. Okay, it, it's safe. It seems safe. Okay, I, I'm going. And it was like jump, jump, jump. That also was like therapy in a really hard way. But was like okay, jump. You know that that part of jump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's safe because if you see someone jumping, maybe if you don't see anyone jumping, it's like okay, let's see if are there are rocks or anything. But mm. if you see someone jumping, you also jump. It, it, you know, it gives you some, some courage. Yes, yes, to to do to do the same, and it's it's okay. And you just jump, and you have water all over, and you just mm. go out and just say, "Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. Let's let's move. Let's move forward." Yeah. But yeah, and you, and you start to learn how to jump and yeah. how to go out from the water and how to not drink 
too much water. <laughs> yeah, just, just to just to give a picture for our listeners, wherever you are in the world. Liz went to the Philippines, and then I we were together with some Brazilians, uh, my ex girlfriend now my wife, and then Liz. And um, what happened was I toured them in this place called Kawasan Falls. So we did canyoneering. So canyon this canyoneering lasts for like I don't know two hours. And what you do is you just follow the stream, and in every break, which means every waterfall, may it be five meters up to the tallest one, which was 15 meters, you will have to jump. Otherwise, you're gonna live in that forest, you know, for the whole day. Yes. <laughs> so I did that, and there was no other option but just to jump. You know? So I was sort of not apprehensive, but I had this inkling in my mind: who is going to quit? So I was thinking about different personalities, Brazilians, Hungarian, Peruvian. Who, are, who, who is the one who's going to give up when we arrive at the highest jump, at the 50? But everybody enjoyed it. But yeah. I think there was, there's also another thing. I think the one that... <laughs> it's still a picture in my head. <laughs> and I, I keep laughing every time I remember it. Could you please tell us, tell our audience, how was eating a 19-day-old chick. How did that feel for you, the balut? <laughs> People still ask, ask me that, you know? I knew that was a story to tell, so I did it. And now I am enjoying telling that story. But in that moment, it was like, okay, I, I am here. It's, it's like a test, <laughs> you know, a traveler test. I can do it. Uh, <laughs> Yes, it was like, okay, it was almost the same. I saw other people doing this. It was like, yeah, no, it was, it was really difficult. It was really difficult. If I don't want to do this, why am I doing this? <laughs> okay, it's, it's the end. It's the end. I, I want this to tell my, my kids, I did this. Yes, that was a story to tell. Now I am enjoying telling this story. To everyone, you know what I did in, Phil in the Philippines, <laughs> and yeah, and they have to Google what it is, and they were like, "What did? Why? Why did you do that?" <laughs> it's like, no, and I say, "Yes, I did it." <laughs> it was yeah because <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I had to. I mean, you know, you you go to my own country. I mean, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't protect you from all of the all of the things that are there. I wouldn't put you in a mall or bring you to Makati or wherever. I would let you try the Karindiria. I would let you try the daily life of the of the Filipino. You know? And yeah, that was the part of the nightlife. So actually that was a perfect um uh, for me that was the best way for to ensure that there was a material. <laughs> <laughs> that there was, you know, there was balut really. Because if I brought you into another place, I wasn't even sure because I was thinking about this. Because Marcao, if you could remember him, our Brazilian friend, mm -hmm. I showed him the video, a video of eating this, you know, balut when mm -hmm. we were in Rome, and he was like, "No, Ed, I'm not gonna eat." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, well, if you go to the Philippines, you will be required to eat it." But I didn't know where where am I going to bring this guy so that I can sort of oblige him to eat this. And I remembered, ah, yes, 
in the boulevard of Dumaguete, there, there are people who are going around with the balut. So I wanted you all to experience it. But I'm happy. I, I look at all your faces, of course, I'm having fun. But you can have your, your revenge. If I go to Peru, find something, you know, like a worm no. or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Let me try it. Okay, I will think about this. <laughs> really, really serious thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, it, it I think Brazil fun. would have an equivalent already for that. That I also want to try, the the bullet and the glove. I don't know if you, you know. That. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They they put bullet ants into a sort of uh, basket. Of yeah. You put your hand inside yeah. of it, and you get ah, you, bit. You have something like that in Peru with wor- with worms with big worms. Ooh, mm, let me try. Delicious. I, I want to try that. I'm not afraid of those. <laughs> I mean, it's well, okay. then no, it, it has something to do to, to cost you the same pain <laughs> that cost me. <laughs> okay, let's think about another thing. <laughs> You're evil. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for those things. Uh, every time I see, I mean, I show these kinds of videos that I really want to do, they're literally in my bucket list. Most of my friends would say, "No, you're crazy. This is this is not something that the sane person would do." And as I'm, I'm like, uh, "Well, this is part of humanity, and this is you know, it's the beauty of it. Uh, you gotta try it." And I think that's one of the the beauty of you know traveling. It's because uh, traveling is really the cure for it's it's cure for prejudice. It's cure for judgment. Uh, when you go to other places and they live in this certain way, you cannot go there and impose your way, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when I was in Rome, they would always say, "Do as the Romans do," and yes, I I have to, because it's not it's it's not my territory, you know. Mm-hmm. And this process of adjusting, of going out of your of yourself, uh, I was talking with another. Uh, in another podcast with a filmmaker, it all boils down to this thing, which we call empathy, really. Travel naturally hones you to be empathetic with other people. You you will not be perfect. No one will be perfect with this. I don't know. Uh, But I think that uh, traveling in itself really stretches your personality, your limits too, and it makes you a better person, um, a better version of you. And it's really something that shows you most of the little things that matter a lot for a certain culture. And it, it shapes it shapes you. For, for example, when I went to the Amazon rainforest, and they showed me, uh, they let me drink this chicha. You know this. Yes. <laughs> the chicha. But in the Amazon, it is prepared the way it has been for thousands of years. That the women uh, chew the corn or the, it, I, I can either be corn or the yam or, you know. Yeah. Uh, they chew it and then they spit it in, into a container and let it sit there for for three days until the liquid and the the solid things go down and they just decant it. They and they, that's the drink. And it has this, of course, saliva kind of scent. 
But in truth, it is very clean because the Inca figured it out that it's a natural form of fermentation. Mm-hmm. And that amazes me a lot. And I would drink that thing again and again, even if I know how it's made. <laughs> <laughs> even if I know how it's yeah. made. Because it's, 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 something, it's something you will not see in tourist, tourist kinds of websites or in, I don't know, flyers. They will not tell you that. But if you get there and the locals show you this and they've been doing it for I don't know how long, it makes you it makes you belong to them too. At least in a certain period of time. Even being named by this chieftain mm-hmm. uh with a Amazonian name, it really makes me for me it's one one achievement I didn't even work for, you know. Uh, being named Yuturi, which is the, the Amazonian mm. name for Conga. I was named that. Uh, and it's a beautiful experience. I would wish my children and my grandchildren would be able to have. I don't want, I don't want to wish only things for my kids and for my friends in general. But I'd like everyone, if it's possible... To have a life full of experiences. That's it. Mm. Because I think that life is filled with moments, really. The material things are tools. But the moments, those are the ones you have to deliberately choose and create. So that's my, that's my philosophy. That's why I travel. Because I, in every uh, other part, there is a story you always go back to. Just like our dolphin experience. That you have to choose by going there it's unknown you know and you have to let life just pop out from the water in the form of a, a dolphin and amaze you you know it that's ah, it's something me and uh, and my wife you know her, we always go back to that experience because that was not part of the itinerary to be honest yeah. it was not part of the itinerary What's, what's the gift? Is there an agency of dolphins I can call and say, hey, you have to get out when my friends pass? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's something like that? But... Yeah, <laughs> yes. Maybe. Hey, what are you doing here? Move. <laughs> but yeah, it was a beautiful experience. And I think that's the... I think that's it. And those moments made relationships between you and me, between Marcao, between Juliana... And, you know, all of our friends who we traveled with together. And, uh, you know, moving forward, we have our own families, we have our own work, we have our own thing. But still, there is a point to go back to, to remember. (laughs) Yes. To remember. And then, you know, maybe in the future, we can travel again together, you know, all of these things. And those for me are are the the most important things for me, uh, having that time together anyway <laughs> i'm reminiscing a lot yeah it, it, I it's to ask nice. you, in this journey of your life of being a dream catcher of having some dreams you know um born from your experience of being a little kid with two big influences as parents uh, i mean who are your parents and going to gaming poker etc what is it that you can tell our audience is is the biggest lesson in this journey that you think is going to be helpful for everyone 
you know, going going through this interview actually mm. made me realize that people who uh, who is involved in this journey, let's say, of life, is really important for me. You know, uh, because it's it's like in some way like that trip in in the philippines you share the experience in some way you know you have some other information that maybe tells you something more um, and you share that experience and that become that experience is a little bit strong and it mm. gets into your mind in a different way you know it's like the dolphins moment you can go really quickly to that moment because it was like a really big moment and you know you share this with other people sometimes uh, you leave things that is only you you have it on your own that that's also really good and actually that's 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 nice because you, you also start to live with the things that are really amazed in life by your own but also the other way it's really important you know i i i i realize i learned this dur during these trips it's different to travel alone but it's another thing to travel with with friends with companions even with people you just meet once and for some hours there mm. are people to you remember you know in these trips you there are people that I met in some place that helped me with that, with one thing. And I was like, I remember you. I don't know your name, but I remember you. And there are a lot of people like that, that actually uh, are in my, in my mind because they taught me something, you know, I, they teach me how to do things that I maybe couldn't live on my own, but I saw how they do and I learned from that and I moved forward. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the good thing of of sharing this experience. Uh, and I think that's something you have to allow yourself in some way to do, you know, to mm -hmm. like when you're, you decide to go to a place, you also decide mm -hmm. in your life to go for something that you want to do. And mm -hmm. that decision is really important because it's what's going to move you in your life and mm -hmm. when you do that it's also to include people uh, you cannot I, I i was someone that i can do this by myself you know i was always like i can do this yeah. i can do this by myself but uh, i learned to choose what things i can do and what things are better if i do with someone else uh, mm -hmm. this is some something i i, I learned <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. in this with these travels and uh, working with a team, managing a, a teams. So mm. I think this is really important also in life to to share mm. your experience and your dreams also because you you never you never know if you're talking to someone who is dreaming the same thing. You know, exactly. Things also happens. That thing also happens. Yes, share yes. share your dreams. Start to moving and. You know, not, not be afraid of this new world because now things are happening really fast. 
no? Mm-hmm. And you actually don't know that twist that you're going to have in your life. But yeah. be always prepared to to say, okay, yes, I'm going for this dream. I'm mm-hmm. moving. Even if you don't know where you're going, just move, move, be careful, like seeing mm-hmm. everything and move and yes. find people to trust and share your dreams. Yeah, I think that's important. Thanks for listening to another episode of Dreamcatcher Quest and please don't forget to subscribe to get notified of new episodes and get inspired to make your dreams a reality. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the whole world to me if you could rate and review Dreamcatcher. And to be always in the loop, please visit our website at my.dreamcatcher.quest. So thanks again and I'll see you next time. Happy dream catching.